The vicar of the Roman Catholic Church, Pope Francis, has declared that World War III has begun due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He posed the question, what is happening to humanity that we have had to have three world wars in a century? For us at end time, what has happened is quite clear. As we get closer to the second coming of Jesus, more prophecies are being fulfilled. When comparing current events with Bible prophecies, we can say with confidence that the end time isn't coming, the end time is now. Has World War III begun? Does Pope Francis know something we don't? What does the Bible have to say? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Now don't be alarmed. The quote has been made by Pope Francis that World War III has been declared. And so we're looking at that statement today. We're comparing it with the current events are going on and what Bible prophecy has to say. Has World War III actually begun as we can see it through a lens of Bible prophecy. So that's what we'll be looking at today. Doug, is this an exciting topic? Is it a scary topic? Do we need to head to the hills? <laughs> I, I don't think that's necessary yet. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, well, I mean, we know that that war is coming. It's going to come at some point. Uh, is this current situation we're under here with the Ukrainian-Russian uh, conflict that's happening over there, is that World War Three? To the Pope, he feels like it could be. Uh, But we're going to look at Bible prophecy today, and we're going to be able to answer that question by showing people what that scripture says and let them kind of come to their own conclusion. But uh, I think we'll have a pretty good idea by the time we're done with the program. You know, we say this a lot, Doug, is, is we're thankful for Bible prophecy for many reasons. But one reason is we can look at the headlines. Yeah. We can hear the fear mongering. We can hear the narrative of what is being said around the world. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, it is meant to scare us into action or into submission or into whatever, fill in the blank. We can see it through a biblical lens and say we're not going to be like the world and get freaked out and overreact. Yeah, And so we can have peace in the storm because we're with Jesus. Right. And if great tribulation comes, and we know it's coming, if it if it actually is here, we can have peace through great tribulation. Absolutely. Does that sound insane? No, that sounds so awesome. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so great to be able to do that. I mean, okay, so my big concern about this whole thing is you have the most recognized religious leader in the whole world. I mean, he's more recognized than any other religious leader ever. And he makes a statement like this. He makes a statement that, in his opinion, World War III is already happening. We're already in World War III. The number one religious leader in the world. He's the advisor to many politicians. Yeah, absolutely, to to kings and leaders all over the world. And he's made this declaration. 
So you said something earlier in, in the tease. Does he know something we don't? Uh, I think it might be the other way around. We might know something that he doesn't understand. So anyway, uh, you know, we know that this is coming. We know that there is, like you said, it's about fear. And uh, through that fear, if they can keep people afraid, they can manipulate people to do what they want them to do. And so is this part of that? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Well, we have several stories that we'll look at today Mm -hmm. and be able to help determine that. World War III has been declared by Pope Francis. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden didn't do it. Um, um, Putin hasn't done it. The leader of Russia hasn't done it. The leader of uh, China has not done it. Yeah. Pope Francis has declared that it has, um, World War III has been declared. So we're going to look at his words. We're going to look at what's going on in current events, and we're going to compare it to Bible prophecy and see how we should be prepared. Yeah. So it ought to be an exciting show. We ought to get some exciting calls. We do have open lines. You can join us by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I do want to remind you that June is a special month for End Time because uh, we are doing a match campaign. We have generous partners that say, hey, whatever's given up to $50,000, we're going to match it. And so um, we're proposing that if you give $50, that's going to turn into a hundred. If you give a hundred, two hundred, five hundred turns into a thousand, and so on. Uh, you can do the math. Whatever you would be led to give is going to be doubled due to some generous partners. So we're thankful for that this month. You can give at endtime.com/2x or call us at eight hundred endtime. It's eight hundred three six three eight four six three. Every contribution you make will be doubled for the month of June only, uh, and that is up to fifty thousand dollars. So. Uh, thank you to our generous partners. They, uh, you all that are listening, help make this show available for absolutely free. We air every single weekday on the radio and on the internet, and we also air on television weekly, and that is all available for free. Endtime.com is available for free. You don't have to spend a dime on any of these things, and we are going to continue to deliver current events through a lens of Bible prophecy to you, and uh, hopefully we help you obtain peace and understanding or deepen your peace and understanding as we prepare for the end of the age. And that's what we're all about. And because of your generous giving, uh, we're able to do all these things for free. And we're so thankful for that. There is some paid options like Into the Age Plus is a great resource. There's a lot of free stuff on there, but there's some paid stuff as well. We make uh, physical resources available for a donation of a certain amount. There is some cost, uh, things that cost. But by and large, Doug, pretty much everything we do all day is free because of Generous Partners. So thank you very much. And the really cool thing about this particular situation for this month, uh, right now we know everybody's kind of dealing with the high cost of gas. Groceries costs are going up. Electric bills are going up. Everything seems to be going up. And if you've had a a hard time and, and you thought, well, I can't give to the ministry because of you know, the rising cost of everything, this gives you an opportunity to double what you can give. If you can give... Five bucks, it turns into ten. Yeah, you know, and cool. so yeah, it's pretty awesome that we've been presented with this opportunity. So we thank everybody that gives whatever you can give is that's awesome, and we know God sees and He knows. So we thank you very much. Absolutely, and again, I want to clarify: World War Three has been declared. We are that is a that is Pope Francis stating that end time is not declaring right. that World War Three has begun. We Thank are going to explain. For clarifying that. I, appreciate I mean, that. We're, I'm trying to make it clear. Yeah, I know people sometimes get worked up over, um, 
you know, I guess maybe things that they think we're saying that we're actually saying some that we're sharing what someone else has said. Right. And that is the case here. World War Three has been declared um, is a quote uh, from what Pope Francis has said. So we are not declaring that, but we are going to look at it and see what the Bible has to say. I hope that's very clearly we'll be getting into depth on that on the other side of the upcoming break. So don't go anywhere. Uh, We've got information that we think is very important and give you a little uh, twist at the end that maybe all this doesn't have to do anything with World War III. So stick around for more of that. Give us a call at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I'm going to get right into the story here so you all can be brought up to date with what is going on. Um, Pope Francis made some shocking statements in an interview with the editors of the European Jesuit publications. This is from the Israel 365 News. Quote, I'm quoting Pope Francis. Doug, is that clear? Yes. I'm not saying this. You're not saying this. It's a quote from Pope Francis. The world is at war for me today. World War Three has been declared. This is something that should give us pause for thought. What is happening to humanity that we have had three world wars in a century. We are living the third world war piece by piece. 
The world is at war. A few years ago, it occurred to me to say that we are experiencing a third world war fought piecemeal. Today, for me, World War III has been declared. Again, this is Pope Francis talking. This is something that should give us pause for thought. What is happening to humanity has three world wars in a century. And this is bad for humanity, a calamity. You have to think that in a century, there have been three world wars. He's really doubling down on this. He really is. Pope Francis took the side of Ukraine in the conflict, condemning the brutality and ferocity of the Russian troops while praising the heroism and courage of the Ukrainians. Quote, what we are seeing is this brutality with which this war is being carried out by the troops used by the Russians. The Pope did soften his judgment, saying, We do not see the whole drama behind the war, which was perhaps somehow either provoked or not prevented. Mm -hmm. Someone may say to me at this point, But you are pro-Putin. No, I am not. It would be simplistic and erroneous to say such a thing. I am simply against reducing complexity to the distinction between good guys and bad guys without reasoning about roots and interests, which are complex. While we see the ferocity, the cruelty of Russian troops, we must not forget real problems if we want them to be solved. The Russians thought it would be all over in a week, but they miscalculated. They encountered a brave people, a people who are struggling to survive and who have a history of struggle. Pope Francis suggested that the invasion was instigated by NATO, recalling a talk he had with an unnamed head of state he described as a wise man who speaks little, a very wise man indeed. The man told the pontiff, they, speaking of NATO, are barking at the gates of Russia. They don't understand that the Russians are in peril and can't have any foreign power getting close to them. What is before our eyes is a situation of world war, global interests, arms sales, and geopolitical appropriation, which is martyring a heroic people. Okay, so that's what he says. The leader oh. of, the, of the Roman Catholic Church, the, the vicar is the word I was thinking of there, the vicar of the Roman Catholic Church has declared that World War III has started because of this conflict. Okay, so uh, you know, right away we can talk about Scripture that can turn that around. But before I do that, Vince, I do want to just let everybody know, because I know uh, a lot of our listeners follow other programs and listen to other things. And so we know, folks, don't think that we're sitting here without knowledge of the things that can be brought up in our chat right now. The things that you're probably thinking to yourself is, well, this isn't really what's happening over there. You know, uh, there's really a, a Nazi regime that was in charge of Ukraine. We know all of this information. We know that in 2014 there was a power change there, and that was during the Obama-Biden administration. We know all the things about the, the bioweapons labs, all those things we understand, okay? That's not what we're talking about here today. Regardless of which side of this war that you're on or how your thinking is about this, what we're looking at is what the uh, most recognized religious leader in the world is seeing is going on right now. So, I want Vince to for us to look at prophecy scriptures that talk about what we understand to be the Third World War, which is the Sixth Trumpet War. Before we do that, Doug, yeah, I wanted to highlight, as you were talking, it came to mind, and I'm going, it seems like we need to point this out. 
the Pope did do a deal that has a seven-year term. Is that correct? And and many speculated that this was the peace treaty. We've talked about this in the past. Yeah. Not trying to right. um, go over all that again. Right. But as we talk about this, I know that people are going to be like, wait, now he's he's declaring war. He also did that deal. Mm-hmm. That has, it's a seven-year agreement. Yeah. Is this it? No. <laughs> it's not Is it. he the Antichrist? He, the, the Pope is not the Antichrist. Uh, and, and yes, he did write a paper. And basically what that paper is about, is it's just uh, in tune with the UN and with the World Economic Forum. All those things that he wrote about in that paper are all about the, the Green New Deal and how those things are all going to come together within this seven-year plan that he's got. It's just because he is a globalist. The Pope is a globalist. Uh, and and so he, what he wrote in that uh, in that letter was basically uh, talking about the Green New Deal. It was talking about protecting Mother Earth and all these things that really don't even line up with Christianity. Uh, you know, Romans talks about how in the end times people will worship the creation more than the Creator, and we're getting into Romans one there with some of the things that he wrote about. But we know specifically that there's going to be a seven year peace deal, a confirmation of a covenant, and in the middle of that seven years, Antichrist will stop the animal sacrifices that have been allowed to be uh, reissued on the Temple Mount because there's going to be a sharing arrangement there, there's going to be a temple there. All this is in Scripture and we can see it in Scripture. So having said all that, he that's not what his paper was about. But when he says this, does he know something we don't, we talked about before? Or what does the Bible say? Uh, concerning this war. We know the sixth trumpet war is going to be the next war that's on the horizon and that that war is going to kill a third of mankind. Not only is that biblical, but recently we've talked about a secular uh, individual that uh, follows trends in uh, economies and world governments and things like that. And he's been able to calculate that the next war we have, the next world war we have, is going to kill one-third of mankind. Well, that lines up with Scripture, something that we've talked about for a long time. So um, do we want to look at Revelation 9 right now and just kind of bring people up to date on that and what the Scripture says? We better. Okay, let's do it. What else do we have? The I know. Right? what we need to go to. That's right. Revelation 9, starting in verse 13, And the sixth angel sounded... And I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand, and I heard the number of them." Okay. I don't see nothing about World War III in there, Doug. Where do we come up with that? Okay, so the reason why I shorten what we normally would read there is because we've read it so many times. <laughs> and we, we can talk about the Scripture and we can talk about more of what's in there. But these are the important things to take away from this. Okay, The war that we're talking about here, this war, is going to involve an army of 200 million men. So between Russia and the Ukraine... There's not 200 million men in this conflict. The other thing it talks about is that these angels are bound in the great river Euphrates. We know the Euphrates River, it runs down through Muslim nations, and it's there in the Middle East, you know, north of 
Israel, okay, north of Jerusalem. So we believe that that war will emanate from there because of the fact that it mentions these four spirits that are bound up in the river Euphrates. They're loosed for a certain time. Uh, that's what that day, month, and the year means. It means an hour, a day, a month, a year. is a, They're prepared for a certain time that God has on his timeline. And they're going to be released and it's going to cause this battle to happen. Now, a lot of people believe, you know, that... Uh, the one-third of mankind could be killed by uh, this COVID or uh, other things that I won't go into because of certain words that they'll key in on. But that's not Too the late. case because the case is that um, the Bible specifically tells us in Revelation 9 that a third of mankind are killed by the smoke, the fire, and the brimstone. These are elements of war. And so we know that war is coming. We know it's going to be global to kill that many people. It's got to be global if it's going to kill one out of every three people on the planet. And that's what the scripture says. It basically says one third of mankind. We've looked at it in every kind of translation we can look at. And it's one third of mankind. One out of every three people are going to die in this war. Uh, That's going to be the largest casualty to war that we've had to date. So we know it's going to be a world war. We know this is coming on the horizon. But is the Russian-Ukrainian conflict that war? I think we can say without hesitation, no. Not at this point. Could it turn into that? It would have to take other elements, other countries getting involved in something to make everything kind of come together for us to be in that war. And I don't believe we're in that war right now. I don't believe that uh, we can say that looking at these scriptures we just gave because the clues there tell us differently than where this is happening and how many people are involved in it, how many men are involved in this. So is it a terrible thing that's going on? War is always terrible. War is always horrible. And so as a religious leader, I could see him saying that war in our time that we've lived through all this. All we've gotten better at, Vince, is killing each other as time has gone on. And so I can understand where he's coming from there. But for him to make a statement like he declares World War III has begun, to me, it it says that he doesn't really understand the prophecies in the word of, of God. So... I know that's a. You're big saying that about the Pope. I'm saying that about the Pope. If he doesn't he can, understand some scriptures, he doesn't understand prophecy for sure. Uh, but I'm just saying, if he if that's what he's saying, he's he's misguided and he's he doesn't understand what he's talking about there because this right now is not World War Three. We are not in World War Three. So, but he there you declared go. we're it. 20 minutes into the program and we've let everybody know like 22 plus times that we're go. not saying that. All right. Uh, reiterate here that what we're doing is we take current events and tell you what Bible prophecy has to say so that you can have peace, so that you can have understanding, so that you're not going to be fearful. We don't have any desire to scare you to death. In fact, I mean, we say often here that even through the Great Tribulation, we don't want you to be scared through that. There will be very bad things that occur, but we are on Jesus' side. We know Uh, what to die means for us, that we're going to be in a better place. We're going to be living our best life after we die. And if that comes through great tribulation, what is there to be scared of? I certainly don't want to go through some of the things described in the Bible from that time. But if I do, I, I pray that I have the strength and the courage to face those things, just like the disciples did as we read what happened when they were persecuted. So we're not by any means trying to scare you with these headlines This is just what the headlines are. And we're trying to say, hey, in spite of what the Pope is saying, 
uh, he's not correct. Right. And you don't have to worry about that. According to Bible prophecy. Even if he were correct, Doug, would we get on here and say, you know, go do a bunch of things and be scared to death? No. The bunch of things. I had so much go through my head there that I don't want to say. But, you know, even if it were to begin, we are not going to try to impose fear on people. That's just not what we do. Right. And the bottom line that we always try to tell everybody is make sure that you are biblically born again, that you know what that means and that you're born again and you are in the right hand of the Lord Jesus Christ because he's going to take care of you through whatever happens, regardless of how it turns out. If I were to get a terminal illness today and and people tell me that I only had a, you know a few weeks to live, I'm not going to be in fear mode. I'm going to be in the mode of, all right, Lord, I trust you. This is the news I got. Now, uh, you know, I'm going to be with you when this is over with. That's my main focus. I want to make sure that my life is right and so that I can have that relationship with Jesus Christ. And when I die, that, like Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so we don't have to be afraid of anything. Uh, You know, they might be able to hurt this body, but if our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that's all they can do. I mean, this is just a shell. This is a, a temporary holding space for my soul. So um, anyway, moving on <laughs> through that. Yes, we don't want anybody to be afraid. But why, why would the Pope make a statement like this? You know, that's kind of the question today. Why would he say this? Um, maybe there's a lot of things we could talk about there. Well, I think it's fair to say that these people, meaning world leaders in roles similar to his, whether it be religious or political, Mm -hmm. don't say things accidentally most of the time. Right. Especially when they're reading from a script. Yes. There's strategy behind it. Yeah. It's not one person coming up with what they're saying. There's a team of people that have thought about what the LGBTQ plus are going to think, that have thought about what the Jews are going to think, the Palestinians, the Americans, and so forth. Yeah. All these things are stated with strategy. And so... For him to say something like this, we wonder what might he be trying to say. Of yeah. course, this is all going to be speculation, what our interpretation of it is. Yeah. But there's some stories and some scriptures that seem like it's, made, it's positioning him in a certain role. Right. And whether it be him or specifically his office as the Pope. Yeah. So we're going to get into that a little more after the break. We don't have time to get into it right now. Yeah. And we have a very uh, full bank of callers. We have a, yes, we do. We don't have any open lines right now, but keep calling. If one opens up, you'll get through. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. If you call right this second, it's going to be busy unless someone hangs up in the meantime. So uh, we will get to the calls and a little bit more information from what's going on around the world on the other side of the break. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. The Pope has stated that World War III has been declared. We are looking at that story and we are looking at Bible prophecy. And we are hopeful to explain it clearly to you all so you can have peace and understanding as we navigate these end times. There will be many stories like this in the coming days and years where... Um, bold statements are made by political or spiritual leaders and we're going to look at them and say, hey, here's what we can think about it when you look at it through a biblical prophecy lens. And so that's what we'll be doing. Uh, We are not declaring that World War III has started because we don't believe that World War III has started. So there you go. It's pretty straightforward. I don't know how else to say it. Doug, can you provide any clarity to that? Well, I mean, for one thing, we just read scripture that gives us clues as to where the war starts and how many people are involved in it. Okay, so we just talked about that from Revelation chapter 9. But the other thing is, I mean, we are reading from an article uh, that the Pope made the statement. Okay, and so um, if that got your attention today and you came onto the program because you saw that title uh, that the... World War III had been declared, that's because that's what the Pope said. But we're trying to clear that up and help you to understand. The Roman Catholic Church, Vince, you know, we know from Scripture, is going to uh, be a big player in the world government. And and we'll get to some of those Scriptures here, uh, you know, hopefully later. But we know from Scripture that they're going to be very much involved in that one world government. We see... This particular pope pushing that more than any pope we've had before. And this pope is now kind of lining things up for when he uh, leaves. When he's talking about having to retire because of health issues, he's been setting up cardinals and bishops that line up with his thinking and and with this one world agenda. And we're seeing those uh, Roman cardinals be put into place that will vote very much the way he wants them to vote when they get a new pope. And so we can't expect the next pope to move away from the things this pope is teaching because he's laying everything in in order to get somebody who's like-minded in their thinking uh, about globalism and uh, world government. So uh, that's what we're trying to expose today. That's what we're trying to get people to understand. And um, this is very much 
um, something that they use all the time. You know, their favorite term is never waste a good crisis. Well, right now, they're not doing that. They had uh, an agenda set up for when we came out of COVID. We've heard about that. How many times have we watched the videos of uh, Yuval Noah Harari who have said, uh, you'll think back to the COVID crisis to when uh, surveillance really started and not outside surveillance, but surveillance from it within your body. So this, these are agendas that they're using to their benefit to push world go- government, the Great Reset and all those things. And so now that he's made a statement like this, he's not the only one that has talked about World War Three lately. There's been a lot of push for that. There's been a lot of people say bizarre things. Our own president said that Putin needed to be taken out. Uh, we, we also had other uh, leaders within our government uh, that have made that same statement. There needs to be a regime change in Russia. So there's a lot to this. We're not covering everything today. We're looking at it from a biblical lens reading from these headlines. And so uh, we just want everybody to understand where we're coming from. We do not believe that we're in World War III. Uh, and I, I don't see that happening from this conflict. Other things could happen and, and add to this conflict, but I don't see this conflict causing it unless somebody were to use a nuclear weapon against the other person. So there you go. There you go. What's next, Doug? You want to hit some more <laughs> stories or go to the calls? You know what? With a full bank of calls, we probably need to, to go to the calls and we can try to answer as they ask questions. Maybe we can hit some of this other stuff. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right, let's go to Randy in Illinois. Randy, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Vince. And I always want to thank Pastor Irvin that has already gone on to his reward. Uh, I was actually studying almost this subject today with my pastor, and you guys are in Chapter 9 of the Book of Revelation. It is so obvious that when one-third of this world population, that has to be World War III, and if I can just take just a short moment, cut me off any time if you guys have a, something to say. But what is so great about what Irvin taught us is the fact that the book of Revelation is not in chronological order. And just as you guys were talking about chapter 9 today, well, I was studying chapter 7 today a little bit with my pastor. And just to think of all of the people that John got to see, and actually one of the elders said unto him, who are these guys that's arrayed in robes, and where did all these people come from? And obviously, sir, this gives me cold chills. He said to me, these are those who came out of great tribulation, and they have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. Well, First of all, is chapter 9 is two chapters after 7. And then the chronological order of this is towards the end in chapter 7. Again, chapter 9, it's one-third of the world population and or World War III. So obviously, the, the gathering or the rapture, 7, 11, 14, 18, 19, of course there is so many times that this book is proven to be not in chronological order. My question would be, or topic would be, since so many people 
are going to get, quote-unquote, delivered, born again, saved, uh, something must happen in this world, just as the first church. What happened when persecution and problems came? They dispersed. And when the enemy thinks he's got everybody down and pressure comes, what happens? We draw closer to the Lord. When we draw close to him, he will draw close unto us. So what's your question today, Randy? I I only interrupt you because we have so many callers we want to get to. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. Thank you, Randy. We appreciate your call. Um, I didn't hear the question, Doug. Was, did, was there a question or he's just pointing out that I we... I think he was just pointing out, you know, that the book of Revelation is not chronological written and uh, just how awesome it is that, you know, we have all the information in the Bible to give us understanding and knowledge of what's getting ready to happen. So, Yep. All right. Good to hear from you, Randy. Always nice to take your call. Let's go to Gene in Texas. Gene, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Ben. How's it going? What's up, brother? How are you? Good, good. You at hey, work? I just wanted to, yes, yes, I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> so I, I try to I'll try to keep this brief, but I love you guys. I love End of the Age. I just want to thank the Intime staff. And I, you guys are great. Uh, you know, I, Tara, uh, Santa, love y'all. Um, but anyway, let me get to my focus here. So, you know, we're talking about Revelation 9.15. Um, the specific area where I want to focus on is it says for an hour, hold on, let me, I'm pulling it up right now. An hour and a day and a month and a year. Right, right. Other translations, if you look at NIV, you look at, in a, um, you know, American Standard Version, you look at, and they don't say the same thing, but we, you know, I assume we're reading from KJV, right? Mm-hmm. So that's important. Uh, the reason I say this is because we look at the news headlines through a biblical prophecy. And we see, you know, we look at it with that lens. And so when you start reading articles, well, in the hundredth day of the Ukraine war, you know, those begin to fit. And we may have a clock. I know, I know in time, you know, I know you guys don't set dates, but it's just something interesting to look at and go, well, it, will it be an hour, a month, and a day from a certain specific event that happened? And that was kind of my focus on my comment today. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a, you know, it's a good question. It's uh, the way I look at that is I've always looked at it as this is a timing of God. It's just like God doesn't do anything until it's time for it to happen. And and that's the way I've always looked at that scripture is that that particular scripture is letting us know that it's going to be when when God's timing allows this to happen, that's when this is going to happen. It's when it's going to occur. And so, uh, I mean, it's you're you're right about the fact that uh, it could be one specific event that starts that war, and that could be what it's referring to. But that's still going to be on God's time clock. We can't sit there and say, "Oh, it looks like this is what's going to trigger that." Uh, so, you know, I mean, it, it says until the fullness of time and the Gentiles comes in. So it always talks about the fullness of time. Uh, scripture tells us, uh, you know, that. Uh, the, the work of iniquity is happening until he that withstrain it is taken out of the way. And a lot of people think that that's talking about the Holy Ghost and things like that. But we believe it's talking about, uh, once again, the timing of God, his time clock and how he has things set for a perfect time for things to happen. 
And so that's just how I've always looked at that scripture there. I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, again, love you guys. Uh, go ahead, take an next caller. Keep up what you're doing. God bless y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Gene. You know, Doug, he mentioned that we don't set dates. Right. And uh, why don't we? Well, because the Bible doesn't give us information, and that's what we do is we we look at the Word of God to give us the information we have. There's none of us that sit here, Vince, and say, oh, um, you know, God told me this. Uh, we, we line things up with Scripture as we look at things. I mean, does God tell us things? Yes, God tells us things. Did, did God tell Pastor Baxter things? All the time. Uh, but... God has it, it never was, told me, like, on September 9th, right, these and, things are going to happen. Now, exactly. I'm not saying he won't, and I'm not saying he hasn't done that to other people, because right. I have heard people prophesy yeah. about things, and then they came to pass, and they were specific about a day. Now, it was never about his return, or right. it was something about, you know, yeah, something more personal, I suppose. And so, yeah. I've heard that, but I've never heard anything... Other than that type of thing. Right. And and I mean, even when prophets like Daniel asked the Lord, well, when is this going to happen? The Lord would be vague about how he gave Daniel the answer. He would say it will be in the the days when, you know, it's going to be for a time, times in the dividing of time. Or he told John it'll be in the days before the seventh angel begins to sound his trumpet. He, he doesn't say it's going to be on this particular day. Or, you know, a lot of people say, well, is it going to be on a feast day? Well, a lot of things that God did did happen on feast days. But they couldn't say on this particular feast day, you know, 2023, this is going to happen. Because we don't know that now, you know. What about of, what about no man knows the day or the hour? Yeah, so we get that question a lot, and and so whenever you look at that, the word there that's being used is no man knoweth, and so that word knoweth means no man at that particular point could understand that. But Jesus knows now, even when he made the statement, not even uh, the Son, only the Father knows, and so when he made statements like that, Jesus has has now completed the role as a, a human being in human flesh, and he's in glory right now, getting ready to return. You think that he doesn't know when he's going to return. He's not sitting up there going, okay, don't know when I'm going, but I know it could be any minute, so I'm just going to hang around close to my horse. Well, there, there is going to be a day when we get on here and say, we've got a date. Right. Yeah, we're, well, we're going to know kind of in there. Well, I'm saying when, when those witnesses yeah. die... What do we know then? We know that three and a half days from then that they're going to be raptured. So that's what Scripture tells us just in Revelation them? 11. Not just them. No. The Bible says at that time, when that seven trumpet sounds, that's when it happens. So we'll give you a day in the future, but you'll have to stick around for <laughs> that. Uh, give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash 2X for our match campaign. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. The Pope has declared, not End Time Ministries, not me, not Doug, but the Pope has declared that World War III has been declared. We spent time in the first uh, half of the show explaining what he said and what the Bible has to say. And we have proclaimed that we don't believe that World War III has been declared. So you don't have to agree with us. That's fine. Uh, but that is our perspective, and we want to make sure it's very clear that the Pope has declared that, not in time ministries. All right, let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, you sir. Know, one thing about the, the Pope saying that uh, World War III has been declared, one way that I've noticed that people have a tendency to uh, get people to ignore things is to tell them, or in, in other words, wolf, wolf, wolf. If you <laughs> cry wolf enough, people just ignore everything going on. Yeah. So if they're figuring that uh, war is going to break out, but they don't want people worried about it, start telling them it's going to happen every time you turn around. Mm-hmm. One possibility. The other possibility is he doesn't understand what it is, which is always possible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I prefer to think of things as Jesus said, you're going to hear rumors of wars and see wars, but let not your heart be troubled, for these things must happen, and the end has not yet come. Amen. We'll know when it's really happening. Yeah. We'll be able to tell. So I hope people will, you know, hold their faith and go for it. You know, John, one of the things about it, too, uh, this situation is... Uh, Vince kind of alluded to it earlier in the program, is that the office of the Pope is going to play an important role uh, from what we see in in Bible prophecy. And so in Revelation 13, we understand that the false prophet is going to rise up. He's going to be a partner with the Antichrist. And we believe that whoever the false prophet is, is going to be whoever's holding the office of Pope at that time. And I agree with you. Yeah, and, and so one of the things, you know, that this could be about is just pushing that propaganda of the Great Reset and those type of things because out of chaos, they want to be able to be the ones that come in and bring peace and safety and make everybody feel comfortable. Uh, Absolutely. They're going to try to use the war that will happen and to force their idea of peace upon the remainder of the world. Yes, sir. And we'll listen to them. Absolutely. And then that's when they'll take over and take charge. Yeah. And and we know we even have a program called uh, World War III Entrance Ramp for the Antichrist because we do believe they'll use this particular war uh, to introduce the Antichrist and that one world government system to the world. Because after a war like that that kills one third, we know that people are going to be crying out for peace. Just like we've seen with these recent shootings, we got people uh, crying out for gun control and things here in this Absolutely. country. 
Uh, they'll use any type of crisis they can use to push their agenda, and they'll use this war the same way. Indeed. I agree totally, wholeheartedly with you. Yes, sir. Well, well thank good you, John. to talk to you. Have a wonderful time. Finish the rest of your calls. Just keep the faith. All right. Thanks, thank you, John. John. God bless you. If you go to watch.endtime.com, we have dozens of videos about World War III. You can type it in with the number or with the Roman numerals or spell three out. You're going to get a number of different results. We have World War III videos in Spanish, Russian, uh, Chinese, and many other languages. Of course, English as well. So you can go check that out at watch.endtime.com or look it up on the End of the Age Plus app today. Let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to End of the Age. You guys look terrific. Oh, Joe, you must be feeling good today. No, I don't feel good, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but we have... Uh, We've been praying for you, Joe, you and your wife. I greatly appreciate that. But you see, let's zero into one thing. You're talking about this dude that has the title of Pope. <laughs> if you look at what this guy has done... A couple of years ago, he had various religious groups build statues in the Vatican. One statue that he had built was the statue of Baal. Remember who Baal is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's telling us a lot about the character of this guy called the Pope. But you see, now, if I was Satan and I wanted to manipulate the world to, like, have awe and think of a man as a great prophet... I would have him be the first one that says World War III starts. Just before World War III actually starts, then the world would be captivated and think, oh, this man must be a great seer, must be a great prophet. Mm -hmm. I think that that could be possibly what's happening, because the whole world knows of the Pope as this great religious leader. This guy don't know scriptures. This guy don't know the Lord Jesus. He's caught up in all this hocus-pocus. But you see, making this public statement and knowing the character behind this man and what he's done in the last couple of years, I think that he's going to be given an extension of years of life. Personally, I think he's the one. But it may be, like you said, the office of the Pope, and it may be the guy right after him. Now, that's my two cents, but I think if we, if we zero in, you know, us that know the Lord, we don't know any exact dates. We don't. But we can know events right. and that our ears perk up. And when this guy makes this statement, and now you're zeroing in on this statement and what he's done, it seems like we know the guy who's behind all the manipulation is Satan. And being that this, this Pope fellow his life isn't hidden with Messiah Jesus and God like us. Right. He's not reading the same Bible that you and me are reading, man. <laughs> Joe, you're going to get us into a lot of trouble. What's your question today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's good. You see, trouble is good. It gets people to think. Yeah, right? we're not that scared of trouble. Yeah, Did you see the title I, I of the show? I trouble all, all day long, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Joe, you bring up a great point, too, is, 
You know, Scripture tells us that that false prophet, that he's going to work under the same power as the first beast. And we know the first beast is given power. His power, his seat, his great authority by the dragon who is Satan. So you're absolutely right. This false prophet is going to have that same power. So when he does things like that, you know, the Bible says that he's going to do miraculous signs and wonders for people. He's going to bring fire down from the sky. He's going to do things that people are going to think that he's got some type of heavenly power, but it's actually going to be coming from the devil himself. So great point, Joe. Right. This guy making this statement fits right into that. Yes, sir. It could possibly happen. I love you, and I'll hang up now and let other folks talk to you. God bless you. I love you. God bless you too, Joe. Thank you very much. We love Joe. I've been a long-time caller. Always appreciate his call. Let's go to Sam in Texas. Sam, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys, I want to thank you for keep, keeping us abreast of what's going on, you know, daily. I, I don't look at it daily, and I hope I didn't get in trouble for laughing about uh, hanging around the horse. I hope I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> but I was just wondering where the it says a year, a month, a week, and a day. I always was curious about why. It's, that's not how long the war the war might be. I mean, we put the math to it when Russia and them started and did that i was just wondering it was just curious why those the months the day the week and year who was in that prophecy yeah well you know i mean it it could mean that we really don't have uh an explanation from scripture and so all we can do there is speculate about that and you could be right sam that could be it could be that that's how long the war lasts it could be a nuclear exchange and it just lasts it's a very short war we've believed that uh, this whole time that it would be a short war is that scripture pertaining to it being a short war? We don't know. It's speculation. Like I said, we that's all we can really do is speculate there. Well, and other translations indicate that it means they were prepared for this time, right? Not necessarily a specific amount of time. So, right, like Doug said, we would be speculating if we uh, if we commented on what we think it might be. Right. I don't know. And that's why we've always kind of been that we believe that it's on God's timing. That's what that scripture is actually talking about. Because when you look at everything uh, that the scripture is saying there, that's what it's always appeared to mean to us. Uh, But like I said, that's one of those places that we just have that one scripture. And that's all we have to go on there. Thank you for your call, Sam. We appreciate it very much. Let's go to Tom in Indiana. Tom, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you. Nice nice to... uh hear from you guys. You guys are great. Uh, just want to say I really miss uh, Brother Irvin. Uh, he was such a great man, great teacher. And you guys are doing an awesome job, you know, in his in his stead. And I kind of wanted to comment, question, comment, whatever you want to call it, about the Pope, you know, declaring this and, you know, talking about, like, the false prophet. Could this be, he could be the start of an agenda, you know, to possibly... Like I said, you know, political leaders and stuff getting involved, starting to talk, and then causing controversy, and could lead into other countries coming to war. You know, and then making this big uh, disaster um, where people, you know, you know how it goes when people talk, and then fear starts, and then you know things kind of break out. So, I mean, really, looks like the way he's going that this he could possibly be the start of you know becoming a false prophet and, you know, the Antichrist slowly coming up into this 
agenda, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of want to get you guys' better opinion on that as far as um, Scripture goes because, you know, that's what we need to go on. We can't just be listening to everybody out there, you know. There's going to right. be so many people saying, oh, here he is, there he is, you know, this is the Antichrist, oh, this is a... And things are going to happen. So I just kind of want to get your opinion on that and really just wanted to say, hey, you guys are great, and I love listening to you. I have the end of the age plus, so I watch everything um, continuously, and God is truly using you guys and blessing you guys and uh, to bless us, you know, because, you know, we are we need the knowledge of prophecy so we know what to do in the end. But if you're biblically saved, then you really shouldn't have to fear or worry about this and just do your best to witness to others and be ready for the Lord. That's right. Amen. Well, and that's one of the reasons why we exist here is to help people understand what's going on. So uh, you're not afraid, but you're excited about this and you can tell other people and explain to them. uh, You know, the the Bible says that the spirit of prophecy is testimony of Jesus Christ. And so one of the ways that we use prophecy is to be able to show people. I mean, the whole book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ, uh, helps us understand Jesus Christ and and who he is in our life. And so all these things uh, intertwine, and it's a great way to help people understand the Bible's true, and we're living in the end days, and that, you know, here's the plan of salvation, and be able to share that with people. So, you know, one of the things that you talked about there, uh, we know that other people have cited that World War III could be happening. I mean, we, we've even heard, or I've heard, I've seen video of even uh, President Trump at some rallies saying, you know, we could stumble into World War III over this situation because of some of the yeah. things this administration is doing. Uh, we had a couple of articles today where China was tempting uh, – Biden to to go to war with Russia. If we get involved in this conflict with Russia and it began to to be an exchange where a lot of people were losing lives and it looked like we were backing Russia into a corner, uh, I believe that it could turn into a bigger conflict and possibly World War III. So I'm not saying that the conflict couldn't. I'm just saying that it's not at this point. Uh, And so you're right. He could be pushing the agenda of other world leaders. I agree with that completely. And Tom, you said you're on Into the Age Plus. We're almost out of time, so I'll just quickly say that uh, you can search for the Pope. You can search for uh, different phrases like that. We go to in-depth studies on those videos on Into the Age Plus, and you can learn more about what we say according to Scripture about him uh, to address your question there. All right, we will see you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com and endtime.com slash 2x to participate in our match campaign that's happening this month only. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.